John, be sealed with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend, my pal, from St. Agnes in Rockville Center, Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good. And the topic for today's conversation is the Sacrament of Confirmation. Now, Confirmation is one of the sacraments of initiation, along with baptism and Holy Communion. The sacraments of healing are penance and the anointing of the sick. And then we refer to marriage and holy orders as sacraments at the service of communion. So in the Sacrament of Confirmation, it's usually most often conducted by the bishop, and the baptized person is sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit and is strengthened for service to the body of Christ. And most Catholics receive this sacrament in adolescence, toward the end of 7th or 8th grade, at the age of 12 or 13. And some adults who come into the church receive it at the Easter Vigil Mass. Now, you, you referred to it originally as the forgotten sacrament. So start us off, Frank. Why do you think of it as forgotten? Well, you know, as we all know, baptism, you know, um, gives life to our soul. And it's a it's a it's a big um, it's a big deal with the with a, with a baby. Right. And then you receive your Holy Communion. And mm -hmm. that also becomes a big deal, along with uh, your first uh, confession. And confirmation kind of gets lost a little bit, you know, once you get to be um, of age to receive mm -hmm. it. But I think it's very, very important because, you know, it strengthens the soul to make us, you know, warriors, to make us soldiers to fight the spirit of worldliness, which is so prevalent today. And it comes at a time in our life when these things start to get more difficult mm -hmm. in terms of temptations. And of course, sanctifying grace we harp on that it's the single most important thing in this life because it's absolutely necessary for salvation and right. confirmation strengthens that grace in our soul and in the end it will be necessary for us to have a stronger spiritual strength than what we received in baptism without a doubt i think that the, the the idea of forgotten comes also along with the idea that kids think that and parents too that once they are confirmed they sort of graduate from the church and right. you don't see them again after that. But That's in the early point. church, you know, uh, all through the Acts of the Apostles, not just at Pentecost, but all through the Acts of the Apostles, we read stuff like the disciples were filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, of course, is the focal point of confirmation. Now, I, I've heard it proclaimed that the love that the Father has for the Son and the love of the Son for the Father yields the Holy Spirit. He proceeds right. from the Father and the Son. Holy Spirit is the love that connects the Father and the Son. And from all eternity, the Holy Spirit is breathed back and forth between Father and Son. And hence, the Holy Spirit is the love love itself. So when the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you and me, Frank, he turns us to the path of love. It's an animating force in our life. Yeah, it increases charity towards our neighbor. You know, right. it enlightens our understanding and strengthens our will. It makes us stronger in the gifts and virtues, and this makes us more pleasing to God. You know, it also humbles us in our dealings with others because it makes us look out for the good of the other rather than how we are being treated by the other. And I think, you know, in this world today where, you know, look out for number one, 
that right. that's a sure way to failure. I, I guarantee you that, you know. Yeah. And uh, the gifts that we receive at baptism are now strengthened, as you say, in confirmation. We need these gifts, these special precious gifts of wisdom and knowledge and understanding, right judgment, piety, and a sense of awe of the Lord to help us navigate this troubled world. The prophets in the Old Testament foretold that God's spirit would rest upon the Messiah who is to come to sustain his mission. And the Holy Spirit, again, is who we call on to guide the church itself and our lives. So emboldened by the Holy Spirit, we can proclaim the presence of God more boldly and effectively. We can become a soldier for the Lord, or we can wage spiritual battle with evil spirits that we can't see. It's what we need to survive spiritually. Without question. And all sacraments are instituted to parallel something that happens in our natural life. Right. When we are born naturally, in baptism, we're born in the spirit. In natural life, we change from boys to men and girls to women and confirmation that is reflected spiritually. Also, you know, confirmation enlightens our understanding so we can better know our faith and understand reality. We have to believe it and understand it in order to really practice it. Yeah, yeah. You know, another neat thing about the confirmation is that those who are to be confirmed have to select their own confirmation name. And it's usually the name of a saint who provides an example or is a role model for a life of prayer or service. And it's a great practice for young people to learn about our rich tradition of saints. We've done a podcast on saints. And then look forward to a particular toward a particular saint for motivation and inspiration. So the old ones, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but also you hear kids coming up and choosing Patrick and Paul and Joseph and young women have uh, Catherine, uh, Agnes, Therese, Rose, Claire, um, uh, any number of wonderful saints to uh, become, uh, to select as role models. Who did you pick as your... First, I picked, strangely enough, I picked St. Thomas Aquinas because I really wanted to understand uh, the teachings of the church. Um, and it's, 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 really, it's really been a blessing having him watching over me and guiding me and it is a good idea to pick a saint that you admire and that virtues that they have you want to attain so it worked out well with saint thomas aquinas and i, I don't even think at that time i you know anything of what, what he was talking about right, right i didn't understand the gravity of it but right. but i know he he's helped me and uh, i was a similar thing i picked saint anthony of padua right. i think because i like the name and, but that if it, it, it induced me to start to go find out and learn more about this beautiful saint. Absolutely. Frank, uh, I love it. And one more thing, folks, you know, when you come to a confirmation as a guest or a sponsor, think of this. Let's say you have 90 kids that are going to be confirmed. Then you've got another 90 sponsors, right? You have to select. So there's 180 people in the church. And then you have your families. So most confirmation services are, Frank, are three or 400 people in the church. The yeah. bishop arrives. This pomp and circumstance, it's a yeah. whole big deal. The problem, though, is, and I, I'm glad that my, my own pastor did this at the, end of the, uh, at the end of the celebration. He said, folks, this has been a great mass for, you, for your kids and for you. So come back next Sunday and let's do it again. It's yeah. an opportunity to remind people, don't leave the church now. Use the gifts of the Holy Spirit to grow in your faith. How's yeah. that? In closing, I'd just like to say that confirmation prints the indelible mark of the cross on our souls, which can never be erased. 
right. or deleted so that it changes your soul permanently. In natural life, you can't go back to being a child once you're an adult. If we don't become holy, it's not because we weren't given what we needed. We have to work with God's grace to become spiritual adults. Beautiful. Well, let's remind ourselves to pray for all young people that are receiving their confirmation every spring. Frank, uh, let's remind people to uh, like us or follow us. And folks, send us an email at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot, and I'll talk to you next time, okay? Yes, thanks, Deacon. God bless. <laughs>